Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Chapter 3 of Rick and Ruddy by Howard Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Allison Hester. Chapter 3. Rick and Ruddy. Washed overboard from the deck of the vessel, not long after he had been roughly tossed into a box by the man who wanted a lucky mascot, Ruddy had swam ashore. The food given him by the Coast Guard had dulled. Just a little, the gnawing pangs of hunger, and now, as Ruddy crouched among the sand hills, trying to find shelter from the storm, he felt the first gleam of hope that had come to him in many a day. Maybe I'll find a home after all, he thought to himself, for I believe that dogs can talk and think, not as we do, of course, perhaps sometimes not as well, and again, perhaps better. But they do think. And so Ruddy, which was to be his name, as it was now his color, thought and hoped. The man had driven him away, so Ruddy believed, but in this he was wrong. Very well. It was not the first time he had been driven away. He would have to look for someone else who would feed him, or at least give him the chance to feed himself. He would have to look for someone else whom he might love as only a dog can love with all his heart and being. I'll stay here until morning, reasoned Ruddy, dog fashion. It's too dark now to see where to go, and it's raining too hard. I'll stay here in the sand until morning, then I can see better. Dogs do not have very good eyesight, not nearly as good as cats. In fact, a dog cannot see far enough to tell his master from among a group of other boys if his master is more than a few hundred feet away. But if the wind is blowing toward the dog, and he once catches a whiff of the scent or smell of the boy he knows so well, he does not need eyes to tell him what he wants to know. An eagle could not dart with any more sureness toward an object than can a dog once he catches the smell of his master. And Ruddy, like all dogs, poor of sight even in daytime, and hardly able to see at all in the dark, knew it was useless to try to look for a home in that blackness and storm. A cat might have found her way to where she wanted to go, but Ruddy did not even know where to look for a home. He was a wanderer, an outcast. Up among the sand dunes grew clumps of tall, coarse grass. One of these clumps would make a resting place for the dog. He found a mass of green stems that were thicker than the others. 
found it by smelling his way and feeling rather than by sight and then made himself a sort of nest by turning around and around before he curled up to lie down nearly all dogs even the tiny poodle that sleeps on a blue cushion in some lady's parlor turn around and around on their bed before settling down to go to sleep perhaps the dogs themselves do not know why they do this but it is because all dogs were once wild like wolves in fact dogs really come from wolves ages back and wild animals going to sleep in the woods or jungle have to be careful of where they make their bed if they curled up in the first bunch of grass they came to they might lie down on some snake or scorpion which would bite them so ages back the wild dogs little different from wolves got in the habit of trampling their grassy bed walking around and around in it they did not do this to make it snug and cozy as perhaps a cat might do they did it to trample on and drive out any snakes that might be hidden in the grass and so ruddy before he curled up to try to go to sleep in the sedge of grass of the sand dunes did just as his wild wolfish ancestors had done he trampled the grass of course there were no snakes in it but ruddy must make sure in the only way he knew there i guess this will do until morning said ruddy to himself thinking in dog fashion of course then he curled up and went to sleep he was tired from his swim to shore through the storm and he was still hungry the bit of bread and meat the coast guard had given him was hardly enough for a small kitten and ruddy was quite a large puppy now but it was the best he could get maybe in the morning i'll find a home thought ruddy the kind of home i used to have when i was very little and rick sleeping in his white bed safe and snug and warm away from the northeaster awakened for a moment and stared up at the ceiling he heard the beat of rain on the dark window of his room maybe when it's morning i'll have a dog he whispered i i hope it isn't a cat perhaps ruddy dreamed of the happy days of his smallest puppyhood those days had been happy for he had lived them in a fine barn with his mother and several other little reddish-brown puppies like himself they tumbled about in the straw and there were horses that ruddy learned to love in the short time he knew them almost as much as he loved a certain boy and girl who raced out from the big house every morning to look at laugh over and play with the puppies of whom ruddy was one then had come sad days when he was sold and taken away from the tumbling weak-legged brothers and sisters and the mother dog against whose warm flanks ruddy loved to cuddle at first these changed days had not been unhappy for ruddy was given a home in another barn where there was only one horse instead of many and where a man came to feed him every morning but a tramp had stolen ruddy away and then had left him behind in the woods too lazy to take the little dog with him after that ruddy had taken part in many adventures coming at last to live in the slums of a city where a man claimed him as his own and the man had taken ruddy with him on the ship 
and then had come a terrible time in the storm when the red-brown puppy was washed overboard all these thoughts and remembrances fleetingly came to ruddy as he was curled up in the sedge grass sheltered as much as he could be sheltered from the rain and salty spume-scattering wind the longest night must have an end and so to ruddy daylight finally came and with it the breaking of the storm it was cold though it was early september but september was being crowded off the calendar by october and the rays of the early sun as the big golden ball seemed to rise from the heaving ocean had little warmth in them it was as if the sun's rays came from a looking-glass cold shivery and hungry ruddy crept from his nest in the grass even as his jungle ancestors might have crept from theirs but there was no warmth to greet him and he did not know where to go to get any food i'm certainly hungry said ruddy to himself i wonder where i can get something to eat down a little way from the sand dunes stretched the beach with the surf pounding on it here and there a stray fish was cast up and had ruddy known it this might have provided a breakfast for him but ruddy was not a cat he was not specially fond of fish and he was afraid of the ocean at any rate for a time he had nearly been drowned in it and he did not want to go near the big waves again at least right away so he turned from the beach and heading inland sniffed the air with head held as high as he could raise it ruddy remembered that his mother among the lessons she had taught him had told him how much depended on his nose you can't tell so much about a thing by looking at it as you can tell by smelling of it she had said that is why ruddy as all dogs do always smelled of anything before he ate it his eyesight could not be depended on but his nose could and now ruddy was sniffing the air it was not because he wanted to eat air for his breakfast but the air and the wind which is only air in motion might bring to him the whiff or smell that would tell him where he could find food now from the ocean came the smell of the salty sea ruddy was sure he had had enough of that but as he turned his nose inshore he caught the smell of men and boys and horses the human smell so to speak and he knew that there if anywhere he would find something to eat and so traveling on rather weak and uncertain legs because he needed food reddy started toward the little village of bellemere where rick the boy lived 